Hey, kiddo. Greetings, everyone. I thought we could do a comedy episode today. How's the sound? I can never tell. I'm always monkeying around with it. I, uh, I, I, first off, I really wanted to play something that one of the bears, one of the unbearables made just out of nowhere. Because like a lot of people DM me or email me that they're going to do something cool. And I'd say maybe 10% actually do it. And, uh, and this dude actually did something really, really cool. So I'm going to play something for you guys right now. This is from uh, Brick Off Bear. All right, check this out. So he took he took my stand-up and made an animation out of it. Let's look at this. Uh, it might be too loud. Like, there's some good arguments out there. Like, I got a cell phone ticket, right? Cop pulls me over, talking on a cell phone and driving. I'm like, why is that illegal? He's like, got to operate a vehicle with two hands. I'm like, is it illegal to be a one-armed person? <laughs> Swear to God. He was like, no. I'm like, you don't pull over one-armed people, do you? It's legal, isn't it? I'm like, then pretend I'm one-armed. I have my legal arm. And then this is a bonus arm. Holy shit, I have my bonus arm right here. And then I choose the bonus arm to hold a phone with, because this isn't legally necessary. And he's like, yeah, but you're talking into so I'm like, what if I was talking to a banana? He's like, he's like, the bonus arm? I'm like, yeah, bonus arm with the banana. Would you pull me over? He's like, of course not. I'm like, okay, then yeah, now, legally, you have to prove that the object in my hand has reception. I have an iPhone, that's going to be difficult, because I'm going to court on this thing. He's like, step out of the vehicle. I'm like, Yeah, I mean, that was sick. I find that so impressive. Like, he did stop animation with that and just um, and just took a joke and just made it awesome. Oh, Tom just said Grandma, just got, grandma got run over by a reindeer bear. <laughs> yeah, tomorrow I'm going to focus on... Uh, I'm going to focus on uh, uh, the, the Christmas album, the Soy album. Today I wanted to go over a... A, uh, a a bit I did a, a year ago, right? And this is the thing about comedy is is good comedy is timeless. That's why some comedy doesn't make it. Like if, there's like the mid mid level comedy that you watch from the '80s. It's not funny, you know. They're like it's hacky and doesn't really make a lot of sense. But um, you'll see like a great joke that like makes it, and that's one reason why I try to stay away from. Um, Billy, oh, thanks for the super chat, buddy. He said, your, dude, your Twitter is the funniest shit ever. I appreciate you. Uh, Louis, why, why do you seem bummed out lately? Louis Smith. Uh, used to be pretty cool, but lately seems kind of bummed out. If you want to chat, I mean, we're it's a very cool group of people. Joe Mamba, thanks for the super chat. We, we need the special bear hats that only Unbearables can buy so we can creep at your shows. Well, I have an idea I'm going to do for the Unbearables. I'm, uh, I'm going to take apart this piano when I get the new piano and I already put on my uh, 
on my Patreon for the top level of the Patreon, the people that give me 25 bucks a month, which is just so generous. I'm, uh, I'm going to take the notes and I'm going to make keychains out of the notes and I want to do it for the unbearables as well. I don't, I don't, I don't think I may have to, I'm going to use uh, normal notes as well because I was going to sell them, but it's almost too valuable to sell. If that makes sense, which is kind of weird. Where it's like I want people that really care about our vibe and our crew to have a piece of this piano. So um, the the real unbearables, the ones that are here all the time, I want to give you guys a uh, for free a piece of this piano because I know you guys will uh, will value it. All right. So anyway, well, I have eighty eight keys, but I also have eighty eight hammers. And uh, there's some other stuff in here that I could I could break apart. I just wanna I don't I don't want to just break this thing up. I love your comedy, but not you as a person. Oh, Louis is a a person is a uh, a bot. Yeah, let's get him out of here. How do I get them out of here? Because once you realize someone's a bot, there's no reason to have them. I've had a. Uh, there's been so there's been so many times when people have argued with me about that. They're like, "Yeah, don't censor anybody," and I'm like, "I'm also a free speech absolutist. You don't think I understand that?" But it's like these bots are here just to piss people off, and there's no fun in it. It's not like debate. It's not exciting. You just gotta trust me on this. I've been doing this a long time. When you know someone's just an agitator for the sake of agitating, uh, you just gotta get them out. You know. Anyway, so this is a bit, I've been seeing how this Trump-Russia thing just won't end. And I didn't used to do anything politically on stage. I still don't do as much politically on stage as people will expect. Like, you'll see me live, and it's me. It's me being myself and everything. I just, uh, I try to make the intense concepts fun, like silly and funny and every day, because that's like the point of a comedian. And I do a lot more about male-female stuff. Because politics doesn't age well. You know, like, I don't want to see any Walter Mondale jokes. Or, like, Dukakis. Or, like, even Reagan. Like, it just, they don't age great. But every now and then, you'll see some real truth in a joke aging. Like, this joke I did one year ago. And watch how true it is right now as it was back then. Just watch this joke. I never talk about by the way, I know the audio sucks on it, but there was my microphone had broke. That's why I was uh, yelling a little bit, and that buzzing is a broken. It's a blown out speaker at the Pittsburgh Improv. But just check this out. Like uh, Russian hacking. It's just like okay, everyone's like the Russians hacked. Everyone's like, oh god damn it. They're like the Russians affected our fucking election. And I was like, fuck, you know? And I'm watching this and I'm like, but they did still say the shit in emails. That's never in the news. That's like when your girl, if your girl finds your phone and she's like, you fuck Andrea? And you're like, you hacked into my phone. <laughs> I want to uh, show you guys something real quick. Okay. Do you see how in the beginning there was, there was a lot of uncomfort? 
And I'll tell you why, because a lot of people are on the right and they are just so sick of media, Hollywood, everybody telling them how to think. And by on the right, that can mean libertarian, that can mean independent, that can mean anarcho-capitalist, that can mean conservative, that can mean Republican, that can mean anything that isn't the normal leftist um, thing. So all comedians pretty much, yeah. Uh, thanks, Stephen. I like your streams a lot and think you're very funny, but I'm not changing my stream name, Bear. Oh, it's okay, buddy. You don't have, there's bears and humans and human bears. I appreciate the super chat. No, we're not, bears aren't prejudiced against non-bears. We just like the little bear thing because it shows us that we're not dicks immediately. It's like just a fun thing to do. So anyway, uh, what was I talking about? Oh yeah, so the fact that I'm not known for being political and I've been on Fallon and I've been on Comedy Central and I've been in movies and I've, uh, and I've been, you know, on Amy Schumer's show and, and all this stuff. People are going to assume I'm always going to be a leftist. Always, always, always. Because every single comedian is. So when I first started the joke, feel, just feel the uncomfort in this. This is like, I do a podcast called Why Didn't They Laugh? And this is a Why Didn't They Laugh episode. So we're going to go through the nit and gritty of one joke and analyze why it worked or why it doesn't work. This one worked, but in the beginning, watch this. Listen to how they're ready to pounce on me because they don't know where I'm coming from. Watch. I never talk politics on stage. Fuck, fuck that. But there's one, this isn't even political. It's just funny what's happening right now with this whole like, uh, Russian hacking. It's just like, okay, everyone's like, the Russians hacked. Like, oh, God damn it. Do you guys see how like they're, they're, no one's laughing, no one's chuckling, no one's excited. Everyone's like, oh, great. Another lefty's about to talk down to us. And, and I'm just kind of going into this. I, I'm not even, I don't even care right now. I'm having some beers. I, I'm just loose. But just, just watch the relief. And, and they can almost sense the relief when I start swearing. Like I start mocking the people. Just watch. Okay, so that's tepid laughter. Like right there, they're like, <laughs> "How's it? they literally are acting almost like dogs that have been beaten too much at a pound?" They're like, "Okay, you're about to say that we're Nazis and bigoted and homophobes, but when I say the truth, which by the way, it's still true a year later." Watch. That's like when your girl and your girl finds your phone and she's like, "You fucked Andrea," and you're like, "You hacked into my phone." <laughs> Okay, so it goes from silence to applause break because they, they, they finally see that I get it. And, no, and comedians are not getting it at this point. This is a year ago. All right. Yo, he fucks in, you're like, he affected the outcome 
you, but you cheated on her. You're like, that is not the goddamn issue here. The issue is the fucking Russians. It's fucking pure paranoia. The Russians. It's like the devil. Russia is the new devil. I'm going to do a little uh, quick commentary. All right, so what's happening there is... Uh, you know, wait, I'm back. Yeah, Chad, cool. You can go. You guys are arguing too much with each other. Do, do, who needs to be blocked? You can go. All right, Chad, cool. You can go fuck yourself. I'll address Rachel Smith directly as long as I want to. Uh, or is it just like funny stuff? All right, cool. All right, anyway. So the reason that this bit is fairly timeless is because it's not about Russia. It's not about this election. It's about people that won't accept any responsibility for when they're wrong. Like, we all know that guy that like has cheated on his wife. If you cheat on your wife, you deserve the hell that's coming to you. And it's gonna and it's gonna hurt. And uh, you don't know what's gonna happen, but it's not a good spot to be in. And you gotta just fall on that sword if you do that. And it's like, it literally is like a guy who has an affair and then someone rats him out and it's the guy who rats him out's fault. So there's no, so there's no accountability. So you can't possibly grow. And this is a year ago, right? Nothing's changed. That's the problem with living this way is, is um, there's no growth. Right now, they're still just waiting for Mueller to prove that they were right the whole time. A year later. Okay, let's finish this bit out. Because this is important to understand, I think. And because I lived through satanic panic of the 80s and all this stuff where, where this mass hysteria overtakes populations. Check this out. The Russians are getting It's like, well, what's the proof of that? They're like, CNN reported that someone said it. Oh, CNN, the same news channel that recently had a story that said, are Jews real? <laughs> like, CNN is fucking the ramblings of a madman. Oh, did, did you hear that dude in the background? It sounded like he was literally whacking off. Listen to this dude in the background. Did you hear that? He goes, ah! Oh. Ramblings of a madman. Literally, this, this one dude in the back is so relieved, it sounds like he's whacking off. <laughs> listen, listen. <laughs> all right, so... People... All right, this is the reason that postmodernism is, is, is gaining steam. And this is a cultural war right now. It's because uh, communism doesn't work, socialism doesn't work, Marxism doesn't work. These are facts, right? And so when reason can disprove the thing that you've dedicated your life to, if your ego is too big to accept that, you now have to say that reason is the problem, not your ethos, not your ideology that is is just absolute disaster every time it happens. No, if, if when, when someone's ego is so big that they can't possibly accept the blood on their hands, the quarter billion dead in the 20th century, right? More people died from communism and socialism than both world wars combined, right? When you realize that what you're teaching at, at your college or what you're professing on your, uh, on your sitcom or talk show, when you realize the amount of 
death and destruction that it's caused, just children being burned, uh, you have two options. You can either kill yourself or change or, and changing is very hard, or you can try and say that it's reason and it's reality itself that's to blame. It's crazy. All right, so what else I want to talk about? I really wanted to hit that thing. All right, I wrote down some notes. Hey, buddy boy. Buddy boy. Talib Kweli, the rapper, he uh, <laughs> he knows about the bears, the unbearables. He was he tweeted about uh, that there's this that like a bear cult that's like really mean or something. Uh, that is amazing, guys. That's a real accomplishment for us. And I just became a Patreon. Are we friends now? I am legend. Yeah, I mean we're friends regardless. It's just I need that I need that Patreon shit to to, to make a living. Yeah, what does Shanique say? I'm good, guys. Just got that new link. Thanks. We'll join after the stream. Yeah, no, I love that you guys have Discord. I feel like that's your thing, and I want you guys to just have that. I don't have, frankly, I don't have enough time to really do another thing. I'm like, I tweet a lot. I do Instagram. I'm writing a lot. I'm trying to learn new songs. I got the family kicking. Um, I want to tell a little story, you know, because sometimes I can be morally harsh to people because I, I, I think that we're really losing masculinity in this world. And it's almost like no one has a dad or a brother or a friend that's just says, try harder. You're wrong. You know, and I, I do that a lot. And I find myself doing that. And and uh, I, I don't think people understand that I'm not coming from a point of view of like, I'm better than you. It's just like you have to it's it's up to you to climb out of these holes. And I thought of one example of like a, uh, a, a, a something I did that was just so morally reprehensible and I'm so glad I didn't go down that road. When I was 17 when I was 17 I uh, I was recruited a lot for lacrosse, right? And I was a mediocre lacrosse player, but I was captain until my senior year, but I'll tell you that story. I'll tell you that story after. It's a pretty funny story. But so I'm captain of the lacrosse team. Not that great at lacrosse, but I had a really high SAT score and I had the fastest mile time on the team. And my team was really good. And so I was recruited a lot. And uh, I'm from a really poor town and my family is we're very educated, but very poor. You know, like I, we grew up on food stamps and I, we had a lot of shame in that. I got a job when I was nine. You know, our, my, the, the house my parents currently live in is valued at 75 grand, you know, just very normal, um, working class, little white town, you know? And so I never had new clothing until I went to college. When I went to college was the first time I ever got new clothes. We went to JCPenney to get me some new sharp clothes. You know, it was always, um, uh, yard sales. My mom's a yard sale machine, you know, and there's no shame in this. I'm not saying it like, oh, that's bad. No, it's why would you not spend a dollar on pants? And so um, I go to this recruiting trip to a college called Skidmore, right? And Skidmore is, uh, it's all rich kids. It's, uh, it was like 50000 a year. And they offered me like $20,000 a year scholarship and I'd have to pay thirty. So I said, no, I wanted to graduate with no debt. And uh, I don't see the, the deal in that. It's like, well, instead of 50, you, you're only going to have to pay 30 for a year. 
It's 120 grand just to hang out with like rich drug addicts. So this is the story I want to tell. So I go on this recruiting trip and the guy that showed me around was um, a really good guy. He's from Cortland, working class family, really, really good at lacrosse. Everyone loved him. I really loved being around him. But I was wearing, I think I was wearing sweatpants <laughs> and uh, like a hoodie. And uh, like some people were like making fun of me. I could tell that they were like, they were like making fun of me. Part of it was probably paranoia, but there was some, some comments about how I was dressed. And um, I'd never been around rich people ever. There were no rich people in my town. Like even the people that thought they were rich, like compared to like Skidmore, they're not rich, you know, and, and the town I'm from, it's like, you know, if you had, if you're like Ford Explorer was only eight years old, like you were the man. So we're drinking some beers. I'm 17, mind you. And uh, as the night progresses, I just, I, as, as Jung calls it, the shadow self, you know, I start getting really angry, but I keep it inside. Because I know I'm like, I'm out of my, my comfort zone. This isn't where I live. And I start like looking at these rich kids and being like, you rich, you rich fucks. Like, I fucking hate you guys. You know, in my mind, I start, and then I start seeing all of them. So what do I do? This is not a good, uh, good place in my life. I'm just being honest. I want to let you guys know that, that like, I could easily have become a piece of shit, right? So I start climbing into the windows of dorms and stealing shit. I did it for a few hours. Just going from dorm to dorm, just stealing things out of people's rooms. And it was nothing I, I kept. It was just my way of, of fucking over rich kids, right? So I'm taking CDs and hats and shit, just dumb shit. And I just throw it in the garbage. And I was like, I, I just remember this thing overtook me of like a weird combination of envy and anger. And I had never really um, felt that before. Like if someone's doing well... You know, I was never that envious kid, you know, but there was something about those rich kids that like, that looked down at me. And so I, uh, I just started stealing shit. And that was like a night of real darkness for me. And uh, the next day I, I felt, I didn't tell anybody. This is the first time I've ever told anyone this ever. And uh, I just remember thinking like, there was probably some really good people that I just took some shit from for no reason and what the hell is wrong with me? And it was all just because people were making fun of my sweatpants. And I felt like I had to represent, you know, the scumbags that I'm friends with where I'm from, you know? And it's, it's not, yeah, someone just wrote Teenage Robin Hood. It wasn't though, because it wasn't for, Robin Hood was a, was a socialist. <laughs> you know? And I think, yeah, someone just said socialist for a day. It's almost like that was the one insight I had into socialism where I was like, how awful is that? Where it's like, just because someone's rich means I get to steal from them. And I took this satanic glee in it. And that is not me. But it's almost like what Peterson talks about in like my uh, World War II history professor, uh, Dr. Scott, who became my advisor and a very close friend of mine, he did the same thing that Peterson talked about, how everyone could be awful, you know? And if, unless you know that about yourself, you can't be good. Because if you're good, it's out of naivety, right? And so it was that moment was a big pivotal moment in my life because 
I know what it feels like to be to get power from victimhood and it's and it's empty as shit and it like will absolutely consume you. And I felt it for one night like intensely. And um I I just I I I almost like I can't imagine people that live like that. Like what do you possibly have pride in? You know? That you're, you you just the, the jokes against my sweatpants were probably funny. I was just, my insecurity was so off the chains. You know, I'm like there and I just feel like such a scumbag. Every kid had like a Mercedes or some shit. And I'm just like, yeah, all right, sweatpants aren't funny. Yoga pants are funny. Yeah, like now it's like hilarious. Robin Hood stole from the rich, not the government. Well, the government steals from the rich. There's no re- you, you shouldn't steal from the rich just because they're rich. That's crazy. Like, like, why not try to be rich? Why is it someone's fault? Why is it someone's fault that they made good decisions in their life, you know? It's like, it was really eye-opening for me because I didn't even remember what I exactly, like, where I took stuff or what it was. I probably exaggerated for hours. It was probably three or four rooms. You know, in my mind, I probably build it up higher in my, in my head. But, like, that entitlement I felt just because I was like a, a scumbag in sweatpants is like, at that point I knew what, what evil is. So Jason says, shouldn't steal from anyone. Agreed. Agreed, man. But like, I, 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 I'm not saying this to say that that's good. In fact, I'm saying that to say that like, I know what it's like to make complete mistakes in your life, you know? All right, you guys want to hear any music before I get out of here? Pastry Bear says, depends what kind of bear you want to be. <laughs> Dave Davidson says, but Owen, by your admission, they didn't make good choices since they were born into wealth. Huh? Being born into wealth is not a bad decision. Like, imagine if you just hate rich kids. It's like, what is, that's so, that's like crazy. It, like, some people... It's just envy. It's almost like someone hating me for being tall, right? I'm six foot seven. That's that's clearly an advantage in a lot of fields. Uh, like someone just being like, if someone just stole a CD of mine because I'm tall, like imagine how ridiculously stupid that is. Yeah, we got this poor. All right, fuck the smart people and their good choices. <laughs> Who do they think they are being successful? Totally right. Simple man. Hate is exhausting. That's the perfect way to put it, Jason. That's the thing. I, I, I felt that and I, I, I never really processed it until recently. I was 17, man. I was a young kid and 17 is young. Like nowadays people are like, I'm only 35. It's like I was 17. You know, I was still a virgin. Like I had been drunk one time. Like I was in Skidmore in sweatpants <laughs> and I just stole. Alright, sweet child of mine, yeah. If it wasn't for the rich, no one would have a job. Exactly. Exactly. The rich have a burden. The rich provide. It's like, this hatred of the rich is so irrational and it comes from such a dark place that I have actually... Hang on, rich guy was my friend until he turned on me for voting Trump. Well, that's a weird rich guy.
feel bad So he thought that stealing would make him less sad But instead it showed him how awful socialism is Oh, and he's saying that they didn't yet get the chance to make good decisions because they were born into money. I, I don't follow that. They didn't get a chance to make good decisions. Well, money, rich kids... In my life, I've now become friends with a lot of children of extreme wealth. And uh, that comes with a lot of problems. I mean, my friend dated one of the, the Walton girls. She's inherited billions. And uh, I'm telling you right now, that is not a life to envy. It's, I remember when a homeless guy gave me a job. Not that kind of job. Ah, oh, it's hilarious. You're talking about a beach? Um, nice. I like that you stated they have the bird. Well, it's, it's an intense burden. Play Beethoven's Ninth Symphony. Um, well, how about this one? I don't have a pedal. I, I know you guys know that, but... for you i think people that that just have hated rich people their whole life that become rich like a lot of the hollywood celebrities they then hate themselves because they've trained themselves to hate themselves and that's when you get all these like on behalf of all white people sorry uh for rich guy problem sorry i'll take that burden yeah take that burden baby shoulder that burden the 12 triggers of christmas on the first day of Christmas, I, I got uh, I'm going to do a different key. Oh, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to go to where you guys did those cool comments. Because I love you guys, man. I, I legit do. Like, so many of you are so talented and so funny. Like, uh, a very silent Christmas. Oh, hi. No, that's cool. Oh, this is the one that's live right now. Did I just start watching my own thing? That's really weird. All right, how do I get to... My hello, oh, he's cool. He's cool, love. Um, I'm gonna go to the comments and see what you guys wrote and try and bang some of these out. Okay, Captain Cutler says atheism is the belief that there is no God, which is based on less evidence than there is for God's evidence. People are waking up to it, though. the The book tour that is new atheism has ended. And they have nothing new to grab onto. I agree with you. I think uh, I highly recommend Jordan Peterson breaks down issues with atheism in one of his talks. And it's unbelievable because someone in a, in a chat brought up that their best friend is an atheist and one of the best. And he's a Christian and he's one of the best human beings he knows and how great of a guy he is. And it's like, of course, being an atheist doesn't mean you're not a moral person. But I think people forget how much of that moral backbone you're standing on the shoulders of giants, right, of religion, of like, and I think in a few generations, why not, like, like if there is no God, why not just do everything just to get what, what you want? And that's hell. All right, Christmas songs. No social justice trans queer to the tune of do you hear what I, what I hear. Okay. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, I'm an overweight, rebellious Gen Z teen, social justice trans queer. I'm a vape vegan, so I just eat soybeans, social justice trans queer. I never smile, 
I I never ran ran a mile and I hate all men who are white. <laughs> oh, I hate all men who are white. That's hilarious. Hashtag Donald Trump is not my president. Social justice trans queer. Watching Bill Nye saves the world in rent. Social justice trans. This is hilarious. I love BuzzFeed. Capitalism's based on greed, so we must give through the state. Socialism on paper is great. All right, that's great. That is genius. All right, Matt, that was from um, Haven D'Souza. Matt Dirksen needs work, but here goes nothing. Deck, deck the Nazis. Deck the Nazis in the face. Ah, Antifa. <laughs> that's genius. We stand for peace by swinging a mace. Ah, 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 Antifa. Hey, that dumpster's not on fire. Ah, Antifa. Seriously, someone set something on fire. Ah, 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 Antifa. That's genius. All right. Sunset Brennan, the Saraparia says, Grandma got ran over by Caitlyn Jenner. That's a genius uh, take on that. Grandma got ran over by Caitlyn Jenner. Who didn't get prosecuted because he's trans. <laughs> That's really funny. All right, Roller Bear says, Jacking around a little fern, have a Weinstein holiday. So funny. I mean, these are so funny. I know some of these were said, but just want to put them down. Jingle Bell Cuck, <laughs> Soylent Night, Frosty the Soy Man, Trumping Around the Christmas Tree, Tranny Claus is coming to town. <laughs> Deck the gender neutral stalls. That's great. Deck the gender neutral stalls. Female male, you can hang. Little kid just walked in too. Um, and a little girl just walked in. But this old man says he's a girl. This will end in tragedy. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, Abby Roggenkamp says, Mary, did you know that your baby boy would grow up to be a, a gender? Mary, did you know that your baby boy would be a gender bender? <laughs> That's funny. All right. Uh, song name, Emmanuel Triggered Feminist Addiction Edition. I'm Manuel. Uh, Samaj says, and the slave trade in Libya. Uh, it took a hard turn on that, but that's cool. Mark Story says, uh, Hi, Owen. I survived my operation. Not really. It was just a couple of stints. Good to hear it, buddy. Captain Ahab the Sea Bear says, Islamist. Uh, Islamist, oh, come all ye faithful. I'll bomb all ye infidels if you draw my profit. That's hysterical. All right. Chris James says, I got on this late, so I have no idea if you got the other three complete verses in the Twitter thread. But you asked for Frosty, so Frosty the Snowman, gender nine bot, gender nine bot, gender non-binary, ask its pronouns. What a confuse, uh, no, I'm, I'm messing this up. Uh, uh, so, no, I think he titled it Frosty the Snowman, so it's uh, gender non-binary, ask was confused with her soul, with a glass weed pipe and a busted nose, and two eyes fixed on its goals. <laughs> Frosty the snow zeezer 
is a little queer, they say. Thank God Z's slow and the children know to stay the hell away. There surely is some magic in those silk boxers they found. For when they rubbed Z's micro dickhead, Z began to prance around. <laughs> Frosty. That's genius, buddy. All right, Mr. Smoots, um, you should do walking accent more. Just warn people ahead of time to take bathroom breaks so they don't shit their pants. <laughs> All right. The Sword of Heroes. How about you release the album for free on YouTube, but then sell it on iTunes as a full album for full price? I don't know how to sell anything on iTunes. And I've had my wife look into it. I've looked into it. And all I've gotten is uh, a lot of frustration. So I have no idea how to do that, bud. But uh, I'll look into that. Like, I'll spend hours on something like this and have no fucking clue what the hell is happening. All right. Beautiful Day Mama. Oh, and Googling Mein Kampf. LOL. The left is going to love that. Plus... Now I just Googled it to check my spelling. Yeah, hell yeah. All right, so the all-meat diet. All right, I'm just going to stick right now to... All right, William. I lost it at the dude named Carol. Oh, I got to remember that. Cassidy. Last Chris, last Christmas by Wham, but instead of the lyrics say, Last Christmas, I ate too much... Uh, so it's last Christmas, I gave you my heart. And the next day, you took it away. I can't hear it in my head, though. But she says, last Christmas, I ate too much soy. The very next day, my dick went away. <laughs> this year, as I scream through my tears, I'm just going to say I'm special. All right, that's, that's really funny. The first line, crush. I ate off the commie hipster. Uh, had a very uh, weird mustache. When he went into Urban Outfitters, they, he would give them more cash. All right. I wish Detachable Penis was a Christmas song. So relevant now. It's funny. Leftist rolling over a limited government power. Violent <laughs> uh, night. Socialist fight. All is burned. Soros money is earned. Down on tea so weak. Down on tea. It's testosterone. Low T, soy when jeans are so weak, soy jeans are weak. That was from Joshua. All right, so Trumpety Trump tweets, all right, to Jingle Bells. Arguing bitchy fast, fa-fighting fa-fight, just because you're on the left doesn't make you right. Oh, well, it takes a real songwriter. Oh, I think he's writing something else. Obey to mirror. Oh, tan, oh, tan and soy. <laughs> Two words on the all meat diet. Right. The lefty soy boy takes it up the bum bum. <laughs> all right, I'll get back to you guys, but I want to see if there's any more full songs. Uh, last Christmas, I gave you my soy. It's beginning to look a lot like soy miss. All right, well, we got some good ones here. Let me get back to the live stream. All right, wow, got some good Super Chats kicking. Or is this from today or is this from another day? I can't tell if this is from today. Some of those are from before. Hang on. All 
Oh, I'm back in business. All right, here we go. We need special bear hats only the unbearables can buy. All right, we're working on that. Uh, thanks for the last. You always make my day. Thank you, Benjamin. These super chats are what keeps it going. Um, Tucker Reese, thanks, buddy. Jason, love it, buddy. Swayze Moon is asking for Fade No More. Okay, I will do that next. Thank you, bud. Uh, dude, you're my hero. Well, thank you for the super chat. You're now my hero. Jesse, are you and Amy considering having another kid soon? Yep. Colin, as a comic who used music in his act, what are your opinions on others who do the same, like Bo Burnham, Stephen Lynch, and Tim Minchin? Love you. Keep it up. I'm cool with all those guys. Yeah, I mean, Tim Minchin is the best piano player of all of us. Tim Minchin can like is ridiculously good, and I'm real good on the piano. And Tim Minchin is a crusher. Bo Burnham's a sweetheart. I really like him as a person. I've hung with him a bunch of times, and I really like him. Stephen Lynch, I don't know anything about Stephen Lynch, but I, I'm fine with everybody that does it. There's, there's, it's not a zero-sum game. It's like there's plenty of cheese for all the mice. In fact, that's why I always respected Dane Cook. I don't, I don't really, but like he put comedy back in stadiums. And, and back in the day when everyone was mocking him, I'm, I'm like, A, his first two albums were super funny, and B, he's good for everyone because he made comedy like rock star shit again. And then he got dark. But, you know, whatever. Research postmodernism and explains everything. Oh, I know all about postmodernism. Trust me. Thank you for the super chat. What sex child is this? Tune of Green Sea. All right. Green Sea is. What sex? What? What sex is this child? All right, Chef Bear, I sent it to you on Twitter, rocking around the soybean plant. If you could give it a look, I'd appreciate it. I will tonight. I will, um, uh, I will, I, I'm, I'm about three or four days late on responding to Twitter, so I will do that as soon as I can. But thank you, uh, Chef Bear. Brick Off Animations just wrote something extremely funny. He's the dude who did the, um, the animation I did, I showed in the beginning, so make sure you follow him. He said, all I want for Christmas is a dude cunt, please. <laughs> All right, Doc Holiday, thanks, buddy. Yo, check your DMs on Twitter. Send you some info on getting your stuff online. Music stores, great work, man. Yeah, because I, I feel like they, they keep saying I need a third party, and that's the whole thing I'm trying to avoid. I don't want a third party. My, that's why I sell my special on Vimeo, hugepianist.com. I don't want a third party ever again, ever. There's, I never will. So... I, I'm not going to go through some like weird company with weird because, you know, I've sold stuff to Sony and they had it up for a year and then they, they literally just like burn it. Like it just doesn't exist now. I've spent a year of writing and creating some of the coolest stuff I've ever done and uh, and it's now all gone. So they can all go to hell. All right. Sways and Moon. All right. Yeah, yeah. All right. So I'll get you that. So Faith No More. Faith No More songs. Epic. Faith No More. Let's see this. So it's...
Voice. that from my childhood last minute right, easy legs. your version of terminal by John Foreman can you do green sleeves I would love to see what your warped mind could come up with all right what Those are blatantly dude hands. The dad. 
that should be in jail. The fact I said that publicly made me lose a lot of parts of my career. But now I have the bears who kick lots of ass and they actually care. Alright, well there you go, bud. Uh, this is solid. Thanks, Westside Bear. Oh, Westside Bear, did you get my DM? Trans means not. Owen, clipping hard. Oh, sorry, buddy. I turned the gain way up because uh, because uh, earlier when I was trying to when I was trying to play some clips went went ham on the mic. I'll do it. I'll do it again. With uh, there we go. What child is this who He pees out of his penis, but his dad says he's a girl. Well, his dad needs to be kicked out of the world. I'd, I'd take the life from his lungs if he keeps fucking with kids. I can keep secret if you killed a dude who is a dick I'll be cool with it but if you hurt kids I will beat you with a trash can lid there we go I was clipping I was clipping hard all right. Oh, thank you, Natalie, for the super chat. I appreciate you tremendously. Oh, Clay says, your version of Terminal by John Foreman. I don't know that song. That doesn't stop me. Now that I, I've been uh, cross-country skiing every day a lot, so I'm, I can uh, actually uh, listen to a lot more music now. So I'm going to remember some of the stuff that I don't know, and I'm going to like learn up, learn up to it. We are, we are the living souls with terminal hearts, terminal parts, flip, flickering like candles, shimmering like candles. We're flawed, flawed, we're fatally flawed. Yeah, there's no way, I, I can't make heads or tails of that. We are, we are the living souls with terminal hearts, terminal parts, flickering like candles, flickering like candles. We're fatally flawed, we're fatally flawed. I like the lyrics are pretty cool. I just can't really align it with the music accurately. All right, I got uh, 10 more minutes with you guys and then I gotta go uh, with the kids. Trans means gay. Sways and Moon, did you like the uh, the Fate No More? Oh, and who's your favorite hip hop artist? I liked Old Dirty Bastard because he was so honest about just being a piece of shit. He was like, <laughs> Clipping still a 15-yard penalty? He's like, oh, baby, I like it raw. Oh, baby, I like it raw. Like, he was just such an obvious piece of shit. I don't like the ones that are like, yeah, this next song is about saving the world, even though the last song was about bragging about selling girls. The 12 Triggers of Christmas. Let's do that one. I used to love Eminem, and now I think he's just... The worst. I did a, a video on here if you want to check it out. It's called, uh, I, I just broke down the lyrics of his new song. 
I used to, uh, let me see what we got here. Someone just requested, oh yeah, the 12 Triggers of Christmas. Um, uh, thanks for telling me about Dan Carlin on one of your streams. I've been enjoying hardcore history. Oh, it's unreal. You don't have to go to college, guys. You realize that, right? I'm the, uh, uh, I'm the, I'm the, on the first day of Christmas, I got triggered. Someone said nigger. <laughs> Hang on, I gotta look up these lyrics just to make sure I got them. All right, let's do the 12 triggers of Christmas together. All right, the 12 days of Christmas. This is gonna be good. Hey, buddy boy. On the first day of Christmas, my true love gets sent. That's a lot. I didn't realize how many chords there were to this. On the first day of Christmas, my true love sent to me a partridge bit in a pear tree. On the second day of on the second day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. See what they do with the big ones. Four calling birds, three French hens. How they do that? Four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. All right, let's do this. I can remember that. Let's do the twelve, the twelve, uh, the twelve tw triggers of Christmas. On the first day of, on the first day of Christmas. I, I got triggered, I got triggered, someone said nigger, on the second day of Christmas, I got triggered, ah, uh, oh, a patriarchy is the first, okay, yeah, I like that magic bear, alright, so the first one is the patriarchy. Two Andy Richters. Oh, that's great. Oh, this is going to be great. On the first day of Christmas, I, uh, on the first day of Christmas, I got triggered by a all-male patriarchy. On the second day of Christmas, no, but Andy Richter's on their side, though. It's got to be triggered by a patriarchy and a pear tree. All right, give me another one. Owen, can you stay home? Can you play Home Sweet Home? Can't wait to see you Saturday, buddy. Of course. Later, Frank. Don't you know I'm a dreamer? Don't you know I'm a dreamer? With my heart of gold, I gotta run away something. And now, la 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 la, when things went right. Oh, you guys got some good ones. Five mega, five mega hats, four, uh, four round magazine, three French, French, no, but the French postmodernists, see, they wouldn't be triggered by that. Like, think about all the male things that trigger the soy guys. So, five mega hats is great. 
No, but they're not triggered by women breastfeeding either. Two genders triggers them big time. Uh, it's Motley. Yeah, I love Motley Crue. Trump in the White House. They can't stand him at all. I know. Whatever rhymes better. Trump in the White House works. I got triggered when they said there was only two genders. <laughs> uh, crazy game of poker. Right? Seven species raping. Oh, that's hilarious. This is going to be the best. Three, three hot housewives. Yeah, hot, hot housewives triggers them big time. Um, four cat calling, four cat calling words, three bathrooms. No, but they want three bathrooms, two bathrooms. What if we do that? Two bathrooms and a patriarchy and a, and a patriarchy. We need more syllables. Bump stocks is good. Uh, facts hurt my feelings. That's a good one. Pickup trucks, nine. Pickup trucks, three. White guys whiting. White guys whiting. Oh, this is going to be great. Ten commandments triggers them. Uh, Twelve, Twelve Ben Shapiro tours. Eight years in office, Trump. Seven. Uh, three cock rings. Two, two bathrooms. And a patriarchal society one ar-15 is good now what if it's like four ar-15s four one ar-15 four racial swears eight rifles rifling and a flaccid patri no but they're not triggered by a flat they want a flaccid patriarchy they want like a boner would trigger them um Three tiki torches. <laughs> That's a good one. Twelve Trump tweets. Twelve Trump tweets is great. Twelve Trump tweets. Ten white got ten uh, male jeeps. Two two bathrooms and one alpha male with no shame. One alpha male with no shame is a good one. Because their patriarchy is bullshit. So we, I don't even want to give them that. I think one white male with no shame. I think that's the, the big one. On the first day of Christmas, my um, a stranger triggered me, a white male with no shame. On the second day of Christmas, a stranger triggered me, two bathrooms and a white male with no shame. On the third day of Christmas, a stranger triggered me, Three tiki torches, two bathrooms, and a white male with no shame. On the fourth day of Christmas, a stranger triggered me. Um, t thanks, bud. Thanks, Tyler. And a man denying patriarchy. That's great. Uh, get writing. Thanks, Shaniqua. I think that's what we're doing right now, Shaniqua. Oh, no, but six pints of soy. I, I like where your head's at, but it would be a lack of soy. Like it, like a, they would be priv, um, they'd be triggered if there was no soy. So let's all right. So white one, white male with no shame. Two bathrooms. I'm just gonna write these down as you guys roll. All right. Holy Bibles. That's a good one. Um. We got tiki torches. Seven men explaining. Yep. 
uh, restaurant with no food with no soy. Eleven Russians hacking. <laughs> Three hot housewives. Uh, leftist tears tumblers. That's funny. Pepe memes. Little insidey, but I love it. I love that's exactly what it. Nine travel bans. Man spreading. Failed abortions. <laughs> it's a little dark, but I like it. Gotta have a cup or a pint of white milk in there somewhere. Yeah, dairy. Non-soy dairy. Just went high today and got six chuckers. My doggies are asleep and happy as can be. Good for you. Congratulations. Uh, two Christian neighbors. Yeah. Uh, four more years of Trump. Five newborn males. That's a great one. They hate men. God, they hate men. Pro-life housewives, that's perfect. Like like my people. <laughs> uh, five rational arguments. It's great. Warren says, yeah, I caught a live chat. If you need more syllables, add Western to patriarchy. Western patriarchy. Oh, MAGA hats is good. Three cucks a cuckin'. Cucks are cucking. Yeah, because the verbs are a whole thing. Overton, at a bonfire with a case of PBR. Yes, sir. I got to go in, in literally five minutes because I got to put Walter to bed. Um, oh, I love Akbars. No, but they like those, though. Black Republicans, perfect. PBRs, PBRs. Non-ironic PBRs. Circumcisions. <laughs> That's great. Fuck circumcisions. So, uh, Trump bumper stickers good. White succeeding. White succeeding. Job with no diversity. Shotgun shells. Someone said Merry Christmas. Illegals deported. Larry Elder. Gay Republicans. Oh, the unbearables, modesty bear. I think you're seeing the power of the unbearables. Like it, they're so funny. Um, dreamers leaving. That's great. All right, I gotta go. Free markets marking. Free mark markets marketing. Tax plan working. Wall plans coming. Two white folks in love. Um, uh, offensive nativity scene. Are people really offended by the nativity scene? That's so crazy. Uh, three trucks, <laughs> trucks of peas. Under unbearables brainstorming faster than most professional think tanks. Fact, by the way, this is like you guys are such a massive resource for me. You have no idea, and I, I am for you as well. It's a, it's a crushing combination. Uh, good cops, good cops copping. Jews in Jerusalem, perfect. They hate it. They hate that Jews got Jerusalem. Seven burqa banning. Bans. Uh, stay at home moms, stay at home moms. 
armed civilians, stock market highs. Six. All right, I got to go, guys. But I love you. Thanks for the help. I will, uh, tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, bright and early, just like we always do it. Uh, spread the word on this. Comment, like it, share it, do that shit. Do that shit, yo. And uh, I, as always, much love and thank you for the help. Any ideas, comment on this, baby. Because the 12 Triggers of Christmas legitimately could become a massively huge song. <laughs> like, this is so fucking funny. All right.